You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? It is your boy, Dylan Matthews, alongside the man, the myth, the legend himself, Bo Morgan, and we are Peachtree Football. Make sure you like this podcast, download Peachtree Football, and subscribe to Peachtree Football wherever you get your podcast. That is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app. We're everywhere. So wherever you get your podcast, make sure you download Peachtree Football. Bo Morgan, we are days away from some big time, well, you know, preseason. Atlanta Falcons football. Let me not hype it up too, too much. But it still is football, and it still is going to be, you know, an organized game where the Falcons are going to be hitting on another team instead of themselves, and they have been doing that kind of the past two days with joint practices. But we'll get into that in a couple of minutes here. But first and foremost, Bo, how are you feeling, man? Two days away from preseason game number one. We're here. Yeah, I mean, we're um, we're not here yet for me. Um, the team's ready to go. Tomorrow oh, will be true. tomorrow will be an off day for them. Um, you got you some know, traveling to do. Well, the team's doesn't. I do. Um, yes, uh, me and yeah. others of the radio network will be traveling tomorrow. Um, yes, the t- the the team's got an off day, so they'll they'll have treatment and uh, they'll probably do. Um, I mean, it says an off day. I'm I'm assuming they might do a hotel walkthrough or something, but I doubt it because they're not really scheming for anything. They might go over some plays, but it's going to be an off day for them. They're, um, you know, the guys that are going to play on Friday are um, are going to be getting ready for that, and the other guys are going to be just trying to continue to to to, to heal and um, and kind of settle in training camp and get get moving for. Um, for the 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 rest of what there'll be like a little bit of camp left, like maybe like a, a half, yep. like a next week, and then it'll be closed camp, and then they'll break camp, um, and then they will um they'll get ready for next Friday, which will be uh their their second preseason game, which might be where you see a lot of guys depending on um how it looks, which Arthur Smith says he's still um not contemplating. Yeah, so whatever. Um, so we'll see how that looks. I think that would be closer to a um, dress rehearsal as much as you can uh, do. There you go. So with all that being said, the Falcons have, as I alluded to, been hitting on a couple of uh, new faces going up against a couple of different opponents 
over these past 48 hours as they've had joint practices with Tua Tagovailoa, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, and the Miami Dolphins. Uh, second day of two joint practices wrapped up earlier this morning. Uh, Bo, I, before we get into kind of our happenings on the field as far as, you know, the DBs versus the wide receivers and the Dolphins offensive line versus the Falcons defensive line, we do have a little bit of news to report from joint uh, from the uh, joint practices. A couple of injuries happened. One yesterday on the side of the Atlanta Falcons, Rookie cornerback Clark Phillips was carted off the field after looked like he got kicked in the leg after a play. Um, it positive news. It doesn't seem to be too serious. Uh, I believe the Falcons and Arthur Smith kind of list him as a day to day thing, and you know it doesn't seem like he's going to have to miss too much time. So that's good news for the Atlanta Falcons today. We found out on the side of Miami Dolphins, Jalen Waddle had to be escorted. Was not carted off the field. He was. Uh, helped off the field and escorted off the field as well. I haven't seen too much more of an update on the Jalen Waddle injury, um, but he was able to walk under his own power. So that is, you know, it seems like it should be po a positive thing for uh, Waddle and the, and the Dolphins. But I always hate to see uh, injuries happen, but unfortunately it's a part of the game. Yeah, um, I mean, it's when you have a joint practice like that and the only thing we really hear about are two injuries – I think that's pretty good. I don't think that's a big yeah. deal. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not the Clark. I say it's not a big deal, but it, it's it's a positive that that's all that came out of it. I've seen right. some guys with catastrophic injuries in the joint practices um, because it can get testy sometimes. The Jalen Waddle thing, what I will tell you, that's a lot more. That's a lot bigger to what Miami is and what they yeah. want to do this season than Clark Phillips is to Atlanta. I don't think Correct. either one of them are good. The good thing is, is it seems like. Clark Phillips is, was more of one of those deals where if he was kicked or stepped on or whatever, it was just a painful injury at the time to walk on. Correct. Um, and I think uh, a, a friend of ours, Randy McMichael, said yesterday, he goes, everybody gets carted off these days. And it's yeah. kind of true. But Jalen Waddle didn't. But I know he was down. He got up. Looked like he was going to be okay. And then he had to leave the field. So I'm not sure if that was a precaution or not it would make sense if it is um but all i can tell you is that um you know that's a serious one that they're definitely going to monitor um and it's much it's a very important piece to uh to their offense so uh, you've seen the difference he makes when he's on and off the field so that's an interesting one to follow i do think the clark phillips thing is that we won't see him friday night regardless of the fact he's a rookie um, but I do think he'll be around uh, next week, hopefully, maybe by the end yep. of the week or in maybe in game game two and uh, expect him to kind of make a recovery. It, there was nothing that led me to believe that he wouldn't. Um, and just go ahead and touch base on one that you didn't mention that happened uh, yesterday or today. Mm -hmm. um, Jeff Okuda had a, um, oh, yes. an injury on yes. Friday, I believe it was, in, in camp, and he too was carted off. Yeah. Um looked very nasty. Uh, but the MRIs and the x-rays have all came back and and um whatever happened to his foot, it's not serious enough that he had a tear or anything. So he's basically yeah. he, he's a, I would not expect to see him for the rest of camp. Correct. Um I think it would be great and lucky if we saw him week one. Right. 
but he he will be back this season um and hopefully yeah. it'll be uh week one week two week three something like that Arthur Smith did confirm that he will be back in the early part of the season and I think the main thing that makes it like you said um a little bit more uh positive for the Falcons is that he has yet to be placed and I'm not sure that he will be placed on IR. And that's a really good thing for the Atlanta Falcons, because that means if he was placed on IR, which it looks like he's not going to be, then he would have to miss the first four games. Uh, that's what happens when you go on that uh, early. Well, season look, is, oh, go ahead. They, I'm sorry. I mean, catch off. They never fine. put him on IR at this point, unless it was, yeah. unless it was to your point back into the season or correct uh, or season ending. And yeah. they would never do that. Um, mo because it, it just makes no sense. You've got 90 guys, so you're down to 89 now. Yeah. Um, you would cut from a, you would cut a position that's probably got extra guys there that you could just give reps to someone else to and bring exactly. it into the DB if yeah. it was that serious and you thought you needed somebody. But look, nobody out there at this point most likely is going to come in and make a difference. So they'll wait. If it's so serious where they need to bring in somebody else they'll wait till cuts final cuts happen and see if they can upgrade from what they already have in another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. There you go. And then last bit of uh, uh, injury news as far as uh, Falcons and Dolphins go, as far as joint practices. I did see from uh, one of our friends, D. Orlando Ledbetter, Falcons beat writer for the AJC, longtime Falcons beat writer for the AJC. Uh, apparently, John New Smith, Falcons, tight end spent time out for body maintenance i don't have much more information than that i wouldn't look too far deep into it but you know that's just a hey, more bit of news to report let me ask you a question when you <laughs> yeah. hear um he missed part of practice due to body maintenance what yeah. what what, do, what did you what popped in uh dylan's head of body what body maintenance is because I'm, I'm just interested in what, what uh i think uh, to me, when I hear body maintenance, either, either I hear maybe he just uh, needed a massage or he needed to hydrate. I don't, I don't know. Those are the two main things that kind of popped up in my head. Maybe something was irking him a little bit, and he just wanted to go to the training room early and get an early massage and call it a quits early, or he, you know, needed a liquid IV because it got too hot out there. So um, those, those are my first two thoughts. What, what do you think? No, I think those are great thoughts. I I, I was just curious because I, yeah. I, I didn't know if we were going to be completely off. I, I think, John, if I'm not mistaken, Johnny missed a little bit of time last week um, with some practice. Maybe he didn't. So, I, I, you know, sometimes you just don't – you have a limited number of reps. You you have a guy that yeah. you're going to let him get in, and then you pull him out after that for body maintenance. Or uh -huh. maybe he was. Maybe yeah. he was feeling dehydrated. He needed to go get an IV. That's a very good call. Do not. I I wasn't asking you to make fun or anything like oh, that. Oh, yeah, I was just yeah, curious no, what yeah. people different. I think sometimes we all have. I yeah, we all go different places when we hear you know body maintenance, and we all assume di different things. So yeah, it, it, well, I, I've had people it was tell question. me, well, here's what I think yeah. when I hear that, and I'm like, yeah, you couldn't be further from the truth. So right. I thought it'd be a good drill exercise <laughs> yeah. we went through and what body maintenance might be, but, but nah, yeah, it could be any. It really is so yeah. vague. It could be anything.
It, um, it, it really is. All right, let's get to some on-the-field stuff because we got some good stuff to talk about that's been happening on the field as well. So, Bo, from what I've been hearing, from what I've been seeing on X, formerly known as Twitter, it looks like that Falcons defensive line has been getting after that Miami Dolphins offensive line. It, you know, I've been seeing tweets from the Orlando Ledbetter, who we just mentioned, Josh Kendall of The Athletic, who just joined the morning shift earlier today. Shout out to Josh. Uh, Cameron Wolf from NFL Network. Uh, it's been looking like that the Falcons defensive line has been showing out, and they've been actually looking pretty good in one-on-one drills and uh, just overall against that Miami Dolphins uh, offensive line. So, look, I'll, I understand the fact that, you know, people are going to be like, oh, well, uh, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle been burning the, the, the Falcons DBs. Well, look, they're never going to be – those situations aren't realistic, first of all. There's never going to be a situation where Tyreek Hill has – 30 yards of room to work with and can go wherever he wants against one DB. It's never going to be like that. So I don't look too much into those things because I'm and, and look, those guys all due respect. They're, they're hard guys to cover. So especially when you're in a situation like that, I mean, that's almost a, a, a lose situation for, for any defensive back, not just a Falcons DB. I take, I, I look much more into the fact that the Falcons look like they've been winning in the trenches. So I take much more away from that than, you know, all this, stuff trying to go viral about Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, you know, showing off their speed uh, in one-on-one drills in that form. Well, it's all subjective. Yeah. Um, and because the yeah. – I had – we were talking about this this morning on our show, and then mm-hmm. uh, somebody tweeted me and said, well, you're telling me this one matters, but then you tell me that this other one doesn't matter. And talking about drills and uh, yeah. what what's going on uh, at, at training camp, and I said no, um, that's not what I'm saying. And, and I want to talk about that because you just kind of it. What I'm saying is, is you're in a one on one with a receiver versus a DB, and you kind of touched on this. You're 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 somewhat at the mercy of the receiver. Yes. Because you don't have help. You're 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 probably playing um you might be playing different than what you would be playing in a game. Correct. Not to mention you have matchups that you don't that you that they, they just seem to ha- they happen. Right. And you're not you're you know, especially when you're doing the um like the seven on seven stuff, that's not always the way matchups are gonna be gonna happen. So like when Trey Flowers gets lined up on Tyreek Hill. If in a game, yeah, and if a game we have Trey Flowers lined up on Tyreek Hill, then we're in trouble. And exactly. we're in trouble for a multitude of reasons. Right. Um, one of which is that we are probably so depleted that now we've had to move Trey Flowers in, into that role. So exactly. so I, I I do take I think the thing that I take in about um when it's a trench play, even though you're you're going to be scheming in a game, so you're going to have this guy defended differently than this guy, right. etc. The one thing I would I would I would kind of say is that I'm more. I think an offensive lineman one on one battle is a little bit different than a wide receiver because it's strength, it's skill. Um, you know, it's sometimes it's just having that quit it's technique there's a lot of technique involved you can say the same about wide receivers is i just feel like you can throw 
you can the guy can be beat and you can throw a bad ball as a quarterback or an inaccurate pass, or maybe the receiver didn't run the right route, mm-hmm. and you would say, Oh, see, good rep, he didn't catch it. Well, hell, that is not what it means because right. <laughs> if you know that's not necessarily true. I think it's a little bit easier. Some people will tell you that that's not necessarily accurate and they don't agree with that sentiment by me. But what I would say is I just think that it's a, it, it, they're just different. I do take solace in the fact that I've seen this team beat in the trenches a lot in these joint practices. And in the and by the way, you can say the same thing, Dylan, about the preseason. That's true. Because they don't scheme there. Yeah. They don't game plan there. They don't watch right. film there. You're just going mano a mano. So I don't always take that into play. I do think, though, that there is some of that when you just get beat and over and over and over and, and one group is dominated by another, which the thing I took away is that no point did I hear the Falcons DBs were dominated by the receivers. Right. I heard about situations. I saw A.J. Terrell uh, almost become a wide receiver and have a pass broken up that he had. Yep. On the flip side, I've all, I did hear that the offensive line of the Dolphins was dominated by the defense line of the Falcons. That makes me feel good. That yep. kind of – that kind of, I, I like hearing that. I hear Troy Anderson makes a big interception in, in a red zone type situation or two minute drill, yep. and it was I'll because of he played within the system and was there, or, or what the what the plate the defensive play call was, and then he made a play, so he didn't get too far ahead. So those are the little things I try to take away. But there is it is a it is a truth to some of it should be taken with a grain of salt type thing. No, for sure. And again, like you said, it's all subjective and it also depends on, like you said, what's going on. Is this a is this a is this a one on one rep or is this more of a a seven on seven setting or a a red zone setting? So, you know, again, it's all it's all subjective. It's all situational. It's all about, you know, what what the scenario and the context behind it is. You know, look at us. We sound like Arthur Smith now in his postgame press conference. But (laughs) so there have been some uh, there's been the point being there's been a lot of good to take away from these joint practices for uh, the Atlanta Falcons. And one thing I want to get into now is what's going to happen after these joint practices. And that is the preseason game that the Falcons are going to have against the Miami Dolphins on Friday. Bo, what is the one thing, the one most important thing that you are looking for when it comes to this preseason game on Friday? Um, injury free. Yeah. <laughs> <Most important. laughs> uh, That's the truth. Look, I want to see how I, I, this is a depth thing for me. So I mm-hmm. expect to see twos and threes. So I, I kind of, I don't expect to see ones at all. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of want to see how, um, our depth looks. And in years past, the Falcons have lost a lot of preseason games because that depth has been an issue. So right. I'm just looking for some one-on-one stuff in depth. And I want to see how the second uh, and third guys go, because if they're, I want to see that. And I also want to see their competitiveness and how they, how they compete. But for me, um, I'm really, really, really just trying to figure out, what the depth looks like and what yep. the competitive looks like from there. That's my number one thing. Um, do does the offensive line get dominated? The second string offensive line get dominated by the first string or the second string Dolphins defensive line? Because right. one thing, one thing I, I I will say is you're you're gonna have. I think Bergeron's probably gonna play. I think yep. he might be the only guy expected to be a starter that might play. Right. I also think though that you're gonna be looking at a situation where your swing tackle 
and your backup center and guard are going to come and uh, from who's playing Friday night. Yeah. So I want to see how those guys compete. Um, that's something I'm looking at, how the backup quarterback position is. And um, and honestly, who which wide receivers do play yeah. and – and where um for this and where where they're at comparatively if that makes sense and who can step up and kind of kind of separate themselves after what two weeks uh, right at two and a half weeks of camp and or two full weeks of camp and um and a preseason game no, I'm with you. This is all about what kind of depth we do have uh, for sure. I'm definitely going to be looking at that Falcons defensive line to see if there are any, you know, defensive linemen that could be standout and, you know, could be fighting for a roster spot because we do have a pretty deep defensive line, definitely deeper than in years past. So, you know, I, I do wonder if we're going to see a guy like and real quick. Do you think we're going to see Zach Harrison Friday? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I'll be interested to see Zach Harrison and what he looks like because one thing we've heard out of these uh, joint practices is that Zach, Har- Zach Harrison has been looking really good. Um, Josh Kendall on the, the morning shift this morning, he said he's been looking big and powerful like he's been looking in a flowery branch at Falcons training camp. So I want to see some of that. I want to see him look big and powerful in a, a little bit more of a, a game setting. So I, I'm looking out for that for sure. And just how this uh, Falcons D-line overall uh, looks uh, depth-wise with the second string because again we 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 know what to pretty much expect from guys like Grady Jarrett, from David Onyemata, even guys like uh even a Bud Dupree, maybe even a, a Taquan Graham. But I want to see you know what the what the Timmy Horns of the world look like, what the Zach Harrisons. Uh, I'm not look sure like. if you oh. see Bud Dupree by the way. I, I don't oh, think no, you're going to no, see I, a lot. Of- I'm saying well, I think we know we're going to get from him season-wise. I don't think we'll see oh, him on yeah. Friday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, so. I'm interested to see kind of what exactly the depth of this the 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 big the depth depth of this defensive line uh, looks like for sure. And like you said, the the kind of some of the skill positions, the wide receivers. You know, when we get down to the nitty gritty of the wide receivers, I think that's a good call too. So I do want to pivot to this uh, on the back nine of uh, this episode of Peachtree Football. Make sure you like, download, subscribe to Peachtree Football wherever you get your podcast as well. I'm gonna say this, Bo, and you're not gonna agree with it. I think Desmond Ritter needs to play on Friday. Why? I think because Why? I think Why? because he needs the reps. I think it I think it's not going to hurt him to get all the game reps that he can get. I know we saw him for four games last year, but I do, I just don't think it's going to hurt to see him get reps and I know what that means. I, you put Desmond Ritter out there, you got to put the starting offensive line out there. I don't think you necessarily have to put all the starting receivers out there, but you might have to uh throw one out there as well. So well, I, why I wouldn't you though? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you though? That's what that that's who you want the timing with is those guys. Yeah. Like I'm saying I, I, w- I would like to see him for at least uh, at least a series. I just want I just want to I just want to see him get a, a few reps in there in a live speed uh, a game situation. I know the so joint practices are kind of like that. Go ahead. Okay, I want I, I don't want to I don't want to keep cutting you off, but I want to go back and go. forth there because I want to I want to Q and A. So what yeah. do you get? What do you get from rolling Desmond out there and you go three and out? What do you get out of it? Well, if they go three and out, honestly, I think they should go a, another series. So now you're gonna now you're gonna put. You're starting offensive line and and Ritter, and you you can't put you just can't put anybody like if you're gonna throw the football, you can't have. Um, I don't. I wouldn't personally put him out there with a Carlos Washington or a yep. Godwin uh, Igwebuke 
uh, because you don't know if those guys can pass protect. What if you get in a situation like that? I think the risk is not equal to the reward. Also, what happens if he if he has a bad game? And now 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 he's coming off of now I'm asking this because he's mm-hmm. coming off a really good reports are he had a really good joint practice today at full speed, by the way. Now you can't take him to the ground, but he had a good practice. Yeah. What if you go out there and Ritter goes one for eight in three series? What have you accomplished? Well, you I, have you found something that maybe you need to work on in the practices as you move forward? I mean, you, you go one for eight. Obviously, something wasn't working again in that more live game setting that you need to work on. And you maybe can hone in on when you go into practice and looking towards that second week of or that second preseason game. See, here's the problem, though. You're not scheming. You're not game planning. So basically, those were, I mean, it could be a breakdown in protection from the offensive line because they're not scheming. So many things could go more wrong than right to me. Mm-hmm. It's your opinion. I respect that. No, yeah. So for me, I think it's just, a, I think it's just, it, it, it screams your, it's, well, to me, what it does is it screams you're desperate. It screams, mm-hmm. hey, I don't believe that he's the guy I need to see more. I didn't get enough in two days of practice, live practice with these other guys. Uh, and I say these other guys is in the Dolphins. So I got to run them out here again. I, I, I just, I don't think it really helps you as much as it could hurt you. Um, so I understand the thought process. Yeah. To me, if you run them out there for um, a quarter and a half to two quarters, maybe even the, uh, a drive in the third quarter of that second game, you're going to get more than than not. And that's the first time that t- – the other thing is this is the first time it would have been the first time that the Dolphins have seen him, right? Right. Uh, or, or, or whoever. I can't remember who we're playing next week. In other words, what I'm trying to say is is you've went against these guys for two days. They, they're going to be little things that they know about these offensive linemen mm-hmm. they, and vice versa that could hurt. I mean, I'm just saying you drop back and Desmond Ritter goes down because you had to see a series or two. Um, It'll be a problem for sure. It, 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 I, I think the, the joint practice is supposed to serve as a way to get work ones versus ones without throwing them in a game in a situation where the, the, the worst case scenario could happen. And all that definitely does make sense. It just, to me, it seems like, you with 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 leading up to what 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 Desmerder has coming this season, it just seems like there's he, he can't get uh, uh, enough work. And I know that sounds a little bit crazy, but you just I would just like to see him and as many get I would just like to see him get as many game time game speed type of reps as possible. I know, like you said, the the joint practices kind of serve as that. And maybe if I, you know, saw it, maybe if I was right there and, and, and like on the field for a joint practice, maybe I wouldn't feel the same. But me not being able to see exactly what's happening in joint practice, I just I would like to see him in that setting um, as many times as possible. And look, again, I know there's definitely risk behind it, and I don't want Desmond Ritter, you know, getting hurt or anything like that. So, you know, you understand why it doesn't happen. But, you know, I just would like to see uh, – I would just like to see the, the the ones go out there for a little bit and, you know, just show me a little something-something, Bo. I just want to see a little something-something. That's all. That's, that's, that's the best way I can put it. 
and look that's that's totally fair mm-hmm. like i'm not i'm not i'm not criticizing that i'm not yeah. i wasn't trying to cut you off i i and i know you know that but uh, yeah. you know, listen, <laughs> i just i just want to get the thought process because yeah. that's not one that i have yeah. so for me it's interesting um it is interesting to hear the other side of it yeah um i i, I just I could see it if maybe, um, if maybe he was a real rookie. But this guy's seen live game action, and by the way, he's played True. some of the better defenses in the league. He went he went against Ryan Nielsen's defense last he year did. in did. in New Orleans in a hostile environment. He went on the road in Baltimore in five degree weather and played in a Ooh. hostile environment against a good defense. So, I uh, I think we've seen some of that. Now there's it's a different scenario, but you saw. You had a good week of practice. You saw some real good stuff. Let's let's take it as you let's take it. You're pretty healthy. Let's go rest the ones. Let's come home and and now let's try to make it through week the 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 the, the next week leading up the last week of camp leading up to the pre the, the second preseason game. And now can we get through this one? Can we right. get through this one healthy? Um, relatively, I should say, because Akuda and and Phillips. We know yeah. that I think maybe John News banged up a little bit. Calais is finally coming back. Now let's get through this and let's see where we're at. I I, I just I'm not trying to put guys in a bubble because I do want to see them next week. But I've had them practicing this team for two days now. I'm good. Let's come home healthy as we can. Well, there you have it, and uh, we'll see exactly. We'll see a little bit of a some some like we said, and we'll see uh, who's out there uh, for the preseason game, their first preseason game on uh, Friday. And uh, it'll just be fun to be able to watch some some Falcons football. That's what I'm really most excited about. At the end of the day, whether Desmeritter or, you know, however many of the ones, if none of the ones play, I'll just be happy to watch some Atlanta Falcons football. Um, so that will be exciting itself. That is going to do it, though, for this edition of Peachtree Football. Again, make sure you like this podcast, download Peachtree Football, and subscribe to Peachtree Football wherever you get your podcasts. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. We are on the Odyssey app. Wherever you get your podcast, Peachtree Football is there. Next week, we're going to have all the reactions to what happened in preseason game number one. Talk about what we want to see in preseason game number two as well. And uh, we'll have a more Atlanta Falcons talk for you, period. So make sure you guys are tuned in next week. Thank you for tuning in this week for Bo Morgan. I am Dylan Matthews for our producer, James Jackson, as well. Until we talk to you guys next time, 